Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. We are talking step one, which is awareness. And tonight we're talking responsibility. Now we want to start off tonight by apologizing for the busy lives that we live. We were both traveling last Monday, and so we missed talking with you, and we were not happy about it at all. Terry was getting home from Pennsylvania, and I was getting into Nantucket, and we were just busy, 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 but we are happy to be back on with you tonight and talking awareness. Last week was perception versus truth, so if we want to pop that in tonight, we might, um, but tonight is responsibility, so we are happy to be here, and let me introduce my beautiful co-host, Terry Thayer. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to be back in California. I'll tell you, Pennsylvania is a cold place. <laughs> yeah, man, Massachusetts is pretty cold as well. Yeah, we had um we had some adventures last weekend and we um were excited to be a part of them, but it is definitely good to be home. <laughs> I agree. And I think that that definitely can be an awareness, right? I mean, yes. sometimes I sit around and I go, oh, I wish I could be here or I wish I could be there or I wish I could be doing this or I wish I could be doing that. But really when it comes down to it, when I'm off on all of my adventures doing these things, I just want to be home. <laughs> so... Having that awareness maybe helps you be, um, you know, a little bit more grateful when you are home. <laughs> True. All right. Um, I definitely missed my bed. I say that. That's so funny, though, because, um, like, it's not like I love my bed, but it's mine, right? You know, <laughs> it's like, it could definitely be more comfortable. Somebody else's bed might be more comfortable. Um, but mine is mine. And I think that's just kind of funny. Um, but that's, you know, those are all just awarenesses, right? Um, I think one of the big things about responsibility um, that comes with awareness is sometimes we're completely unaware that there is a change that could happen or that maybe needs to happen. Um but once we become aware of it, then it's no longer just happening. It's it's a choice to stay in the situation or it's a choice to stay out of the situation. But which, whatever thing you do, whatever way it goes from that point on is a choice. And you're responsible for that choice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't hear you anymore, Terry. 
Oh, really? Can't you hear me right now? Oh, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Um, so why don't you start us off tonight with your thoughts around um, responsibility and awareness? Sure. This uh, When I was in the Poconos, I was actually attending a retreat workshop that's called Fearless Body. And so there were 16 of us that were gathered together in the Poconos at, I believe, a summer camp because it was not summer and there was no heat in the cabin. So <laughs> it was an awareness, uh, lots of awarenesses and lots of responsibilities. So we were to bring layers of clothes, which I did, but I could have had more layers. But it was my responsibility to keep myself warm and to take care of myself. So I wrapped up in blankets. I had lots of blankets on my bed. I was toasty warm at night. I took a hot shower and hurried into my clothes and jumped into bed. Uh, During the workshop, we were really building insights and awareness around the relationship we have with our body. And I really have learned through fearless living and through the work that I've done with these 12 steps and other strategies in within the context of fearless living developed by Rhonda Britton to learn to love myself and to love my body. So I wondered kind of what I would take away from this workshop and had a little, is, are those your kids? Yep, keep going. Kelly, um, you know, around a little bit of anxiety or maybe a little bit of fear around what I would do at this workshop with other people that came with different different issues um, around their body. And so what I, what I discovered, the awareness that I came to was that Yes, I love my, I've learned to love myself in order to love others authentically. I've learned to appreciate and love my body. Um, I lost around 130 pounds and I've kept it off for 10 years. And I've learned to to dress and to uh, just feel good about myself. But the one thing that I learned, yet the one thing that I really learned was that I there's some integration that I'm still working on in terms of my soul, my mind, my heart, my body. And I have this, I would almost call it an addiction about being busy and tying an addiction to know what's going on and wanting to be a part of everything to where I say yes everything because I want to know what's going on. I don't want to be left out. I came to that awareness during these days that that's the area that I can integrate love for myself, trusting myself and having the courage to say no and not having this, um, I don't know, this wanting to be a part of everything in order to feel connected to my, maybe to my mind, my heart, my body. So I really have been thinking about that and praying about that and wondering ways that I can better integrate my 
activities with around my passion with what's most important to me, which is my family. And I think when I had to tell one of my granddaughters that I couldn't come to her play because I was too busy and thinking, well, what do I want to be at? Or don't I want to be at that play? Yes, I do. But yet I've said yes to so many things that I don't have the time to spend with her that I would like to spend with her. So that was an awareness that I developed over the last couple of weeks that uh, I'm working at practicing how to integrate my entire being in order to be available to do the things that mm-hmm. I really want to do, the things that are the most important to me. So that was an awareness and I'm taking responsibility around that awareness to see what changes I can make, what choices I can make that will more open me to the experiences that are the most precious to me and to my uh, well-being and to my inner peace and joy. Yeah, I love that. Um, I think that um, we can, as moms, we can definitely become multitaskers and I never would have necessarily considered myself a multitasker um, until, you know, I realized, um, you know, six kids uh, require a lot of uh, different tasks. (laughs) And um, I've become this multitasker. And even though, like, during the day, most of them are off at school, it's like, oh, well, I can do this at the same time as I do this, and the same time I do this, and the same time I do this, because I'm so used to doing multiple things at once, even when I don't need to. And it's, okay, if I'm trying to do all of these things at once, which one thing is really getting that much of me? Um, And so if I can just allow myself to work on this one thing, then, um, you know, how much better uh, quality of, of me will it get? So that's definitely something that I've thought about before as well. Um, you know, just that, that busyness, like where does that, where does that come from and who, you know, does it benefit me? I think when I'm trying to get the house clean, it does, but (laughs) yeah. Uh, anything else? Probably not. So as you've been, um, as you've been home for a week from this conference, um, have you, have you seen a shift as you've um, become more responsible to this awareness? Well, I think the the shift is the willingness to mm-hmm. to uh, practice. Uh, you know, maybe making some lists around what what I'm choosing to do, and just looking at my choices. Since I I got mm-hmm. home, I my calendar is pretty full already, yeah. and so I've made commitments to do certain things, and I will follow through on those commitments. So it's going forward. Uh, when I'm asked to do, because as as I've talked about before, being on the city council for my city, I'm invited to every activity, every, you know, opening, every ribbon cutting, every workshop, everything that's happening in the city. And, mm-hmm. 
you know, in, in my compel, I, I'm thinking it's an addiction, in my addiction to do everything and want to be a part of everything, I've accepted almost every invitation that I've gotten. So I'm looking at when those invitations come, I can say thank you very much. I appreciate being invited. Um, I have a commitment already. Or, you know, just recognizing the awareness that I cannot do everything even though I want to. Yeah. And why do I want to? You know, also analyzing what, what's behind this addiction to want to do everything and just really mm-hmm. building awareness and practicing my willingness to, to do that. I mean, that's the first step. And so I've been home three days since my last commitment at the League of Cities that I was at for the rest of the weekend and got home Friday. So I've been home three days from that and just really taking a look at what's important and, um, you know, just really it's, it's an awareness, it's a willingness, it's a, a taking responsibility for my choices and asking the whys behind what I'm doing and why mm-hmm. am I feeling compelled to make those choices and is it in alignment with my passion and my purpose? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that kind of goes along with my focus this year of really aligning all of my choices with my priorities. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've been spending uh, spending a lot of time uh, going here and going there. And it's for me, but it's also for to support someone else or to po- support another organization. And it's this year, I'm. My focus is going to be more. Okay, what is really important to me? Not my loyalties to this or to that, and how I want to be seen. Um, but how do I want to see myself? How do I want my children to see me? How do I want the people right here, right now, in front of me? How do I want to show up for them? And kind of. Um, taking that fearless world kind of idea and breaking it down to the people that I'm interacting with every single day, um, narrowing down to that to those those people that are most important to me, mm-hmm. and thinking about how can I help them be fearless instead of how can I help you know this large mass of people be fearless. And mm-hmm. affect my mm-hmm. my little corner of the world, and not worry about um, or feel responsible to um, anything bigger than that. And so, yeah, that's a great awareness. Yeah, that's kind of been my my uh, thought pro- thought process as I've been focusing on this, and um, c- will continue to this year. But I think the awareness is that I've been getting. Um, promptings or you know little little thoughts in the back of my head you know for a while now and so the awareness has been slowly growing and growing and growing and now I'm I'm to the point where I'm willing as you were saying I'm willing to start taking steps now to actually um make changes and and make shifts Mm -hmm. and and um shifting my focus to um, a a more narrow 
um, a n- more narrow view, I guess. I mean, that you don't necessarily want to be narrow <laughs> in your view, but well, I think I and, think the word yeah. would be focused. You know, more focused. Yeah. More in alignment. More, more in alignment with your passion rather than being uh, inclusive of everything. You know, it's. I don't think it's mm-hmm. narrow. I think it's it's really aligning your thoughts yeah. and actions with your focus. You know, what's your purpose? What's what's most important to you? And and that is a a, a smaller arena, just like you're saying. It's uh yeah. it's more towards your family rather than a larger community. I mean, you can still have have that uh, connection to the larger community, but where are you going to focus your time? Where are you going to focus right. your commitment? Uh, and and that that particular arena is 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 more aligned with your family and your purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I'm glad it was getting across. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, yeah, I think it was very clear. Oh, thank you. Uh, I think, yeah, when we when we look at what is really important to us, you know, it's kind of that that idea of if your house is on fire, what are the the first ten things you would grab type of thing? Um, are you really giving time to those first ten things? Or are you taking them for granted? Or are you thinking they're always going to be there? Or are you thinking you're giving them time, but you're really not? You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's so funny how easily we can get distracted by all of these these things that we say are important, but we're giving them time over what we say is. Mm-hmm. And I think once you once you can have that awareness, then that's when you're in the in the position to take responsibility and and make a choice. Mhm. Um. With last week's focus being on perception versus truth, I think that that plays into this as well. Um, sometimes our perceptions um, are incorrect, and when we become aware of how they are incorrect um, and we start to see more of the truth of the situation, that leads us to a place of having um, a choice as well. Yeah, I think sometimes people are more comfortable in the perception than they are in the truth. True. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that when we are so uh, so comfortable in that perception that we've had for so long, and then something comes around and shakes it up and says it. Hey, Actually, that's not really the truth of the matter. The truth is this. Um, that definitely gives you an opportunity to say, nah, I'm going to stay in this perception. Mm-hmm. That's what I've That's what I've done. That's what I know. I'm going to stay over here or to accept that, um, that new reality, that new truth as being actually true. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's definitely a step out of your comfort zone and uh, could possibly even be a risk or a die to accept mm-hmm. that the truth is truth and that the perception is the lie. Mm-hmm. I've definitely had um, situations in my life that um, have been that way where, you know, I had a perception of someone and then uh, the the view changed drastically and I saw the truth or um, a situation I thought, Hey, I know what's going on here. And, and then um, the truth shows up and I'm like, Oh, whoa, I had no idea what was going on here. <laughs> mhm, mhm, Yeah. But even my perceptions of myself have changed dramatically over the years that I've been, um, as I've been working um, working on myself and working on my perceptions of myself, I definitely see myself as much stronger than I once did. I see myself as much more capable than I once did, um, smarter, um, more beautiful. Um, I mean, I'd say probably every thought I had of my had of myself has shifted and become. Um, more closer to the truth. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'd say I still have I still have ways to go, but I'm definitely a lot further than I was. Well, and I think that that's a really good point because this this is a process. We're not ever going to be finished, right? Because right. our circumstances change, our environment changes, the people that we have influence over and that have influence over us changes, and so there's it's as we align our actions with our our values and our purpose, we change as our environment and situation and circumstances change. And that's a continual mm-hmm. process that will go on, you know, forever. And I think yeah. being aware of that and willing to accept that also changes how we address challenges, how we set goals, how we acquire courage I mean it just is that willingness to surrender to the situations to the challenges to the successes and be flexible and surrendering to what is mm-hmm. yeah and we're never going to be sure. finished you know we're never going to be finished <laughs> you know yeah. and that's kind of exciting that's kind of exciting Knowing that yeah. uh, it's a never-ending story, right? Remember that movie? <laughs> it's a never-ending yeah. story. And we are the authors of the story. story. We are the authors of the story mm-hmm. by our choices. You know, the choices we make. And I think that's an awareness in itself, that we are the mm-hmm. authors of our own story, that we have that power and that control to make choices that dictate how our story goes. I mean, there's mm-hmm. definitely things that are out of our control, but there is quite a bit that is in our control and that we have a choice about. Mm-hmm. And that awareness is really, really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. 
And it's also possibly shifting that your perspective around that. Like if you think that life is just something that happens to you, not something that you take a hold of and tell what to do, um, you know, that's going to be a shift in your perception. Mm-hmm. Well, Terry, we just have a, a couple minutes left. What would you like our, what's that one thing you would like our listeners to get out of the, the call tonight with awareness around responsibility? Yeah. I think or responsibility for, around for me, the, uh, the, to me, the big aha or the, the power lies in being responsible for our choices. Mm-hmm whether we make a choice that drives us forward or a choice that makes us, you know, takes us backward, we are responsible for those choices. And whatever choice we make, we can learn from and we can filter that through an opportunity. This is an opportunity Mm -hmm. to learn. I made a choice. I had the courage to make the choice. The choice perhaps wasn't in alignment with my values. I'm going to learn from that and my next choice will take me forward. So it's that responsibility to filter life through the world being for us and whatever occurs, we can learn from and we can move forward or we can move backwards. And I think that choice is a gift. To me, it's a gift from God to have free agency, to make choices, to make mistakes. We learn often more from our errors than we do from our successes and recognizing that, that that is a power that we have to make choices. And it's a gift we have in our life. We're not told what we have to do. We have a choice. And I think that is responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think Anytime we become aware of a choice, um, we have a responsibility to either, you know, do A or B um, or C or D. I think also sometimes when we're stuck, we only see um, A or B. And sometimes awareness can open that up to us and, we'll, and we see the rest of the choices. We see, you know, uh, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, whatever, how many other choices there could be. Um, for us in that in that realm of possibility, as you said, through the filter of poss- possibilities, um, I think awareness can give us that as too that that as well, um, mm-hmm. more than just those two choices in front of us, but also just choice, um, because in in choice comes power, mm-hmm. um, power over uh, our reality, power over what's what's allowed and not allowed so many different things can be um decided in choice <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so i loved our conversation tonight thank you so much terry for being here with me i uh, love doing this with you we thank you listeners for being here each week we ask that you keep coming back We also want to remind you that all of this information on the 12 Steps of Freedom is from Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about her, go to www.fearlessliving.org. You can find out lots more 
um, about fearless living there as well as see Terry and I in the coaching section. All right. We love you guys. We ask you to come back next week. We will be here. And until then, be fearless. Good night.